This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The challenge of the Word of God is it doesn't cater to our feelings. It acts contradictory to our feelings. But when we honor it, it comes true, and our fear becomes faith. I'm Jimmy Evans, co-host of the Marriage Today podcast. Today we have a great teaching for you that I pray grows your marriage and blesses you as you seek to center your marriage on Christ. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast channel to be notified of every new show. God bless you. When Jesus told the Pharisees the truth about themselves, they wanted to kill him. That was their response. So let me talk about the challenges of change. Submit to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. Well, I've been a marriage counselor for 34 years, and I've never one time read that to a person in having marriage problems and gotten anything other than disgust. I'm talking about Christians. When you have a woman struggling, and by the way, that begins with a very important sentence that says, submit to one another in the fear of God. It, wives, here's how to do that. Husbands, here's how to do that. Ephesians 5 does not tell women to submit to men and men to rule over women. That's not what it says. It says, men, here's how you submit to your wife. Women, here's how you submit to your husband. Again, Karen and I never talk about who the boss is in our family because Jesus is the boss in our family. Okay, everything we do is under the authority of Jesus. So listen. So when you read Ephesians 5, there's just like giving, just like tithing, you know, I, I've never preached on tithing, anybody applauded. <laughs> but I've literally seen people get beat red and just get up and leave. Talking about tithing. Okay, that's the most hated scripture. The second most hated is that right there about marriage. Submit, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. <laughs> ah, I just love it. Because I know it just makes everybody mad. Men. Lay your lives down and you serve her as Christ did the church. You nourish and cherish her as you would your own body. See, here's the interesting thing about that scripture. We love what it says about our spouse. Every man's thinking, that's heaven, Jimmy, for my wife to treat me like that. Every woman says, that's heaven for me to have a sacrificial husband who nourishes. Amen. Y'all agree? Okay. We love what it says about our spouse. We just don't like what it says about us. I've never read this to anybody and they said, Pastor Jimmy, thank you. That settles it for me. I love that. <laughs> I read this and they look at me and it's kind of like, you don't understand. I accidentally married the devil's ex-wife. <laughs> that would just make her mad. Oh yeah. 
So let me tell you the challenges of change. Using Ephesians 5 as an example of a scripture that we don't like, and there are many of them, forgiveness, serving, giving, you know, whatever. There's a lot of scriptures we just don't like. Here are the challenges of changing our mind and conforming our mind to the Word of God. Number one, the Word of God offends our natural minds and is foolish to us. It offends us. The Word of God, there are many times, just like the Jews. Jesus turned to the Jews and told them the absolute truth. Okay, And they got mad and wanted to kill him. Okay, Jesus got killed because he told truth to a society that didn't want to hear it. That's the truth. Okay, It, it offends our minds. 1 Corinthians 2.14. Again, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. They're foolish. Submission is foolish to the natural mind. Sacrifice and service, laying your life down for your spouse is foolish. Giving is foolishness. Forgiving is foolishness. It's, it's all foolish to our natural mind. That's the challenge of change is because this is, this is so offensive to our natural mindset and the way that we think. The world simply doesn't think the way God thinks. This is the way God thinks right here. Have you ever said to a four-year-old child, you need to go pick up your toys now. Have you ever had a four-year-old say, that makes sense to me. (laughs) You know, mom and dad, I'm just a four-year-old kid. I need a lot of help here. I have very limited life experience. You obviously have a lot of experience that I can draw from. And can I say, anytime you see me doing something I shouldn't be doing, will you tell me? Because I need someone like you speaking into my life. And I'm just thankful that God gave me a mom and dad like you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Is that what happens when you tell a four-year-old to go pick up your toys? Children are offended a hundred times a day. Go pick up your toys. (laughs) Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. They're all day long, they're offended. Why? Because their natural mind, let me say this. Is it right to teach them responsibility? Is it right to say, now you go make up with your sister. You go make, it, that's right, okay? All day long, parents are telling children right things, right? They're offended all day long. And when they turn teenagers, it gets 10 times worse. Because now they're geniuses. You say, I want you to do this and this. I know that. I've like been on the web all day. I got like 300 likes. 
Yeah. I was never like that, but. (laughs) Being a parent just means offending your child all the time by being a good parent. You're telling them the truth. Why don't they receive it? Because they're foolish. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. Right? No, it's gotten real quiet in here, right? I know your children may be with you, but okay. And, and for, the, for the teenagers here, yeah, that didn't apply to you. Yeah, that's, I know you're not like that. They're foolish. So the truth doesn't make any sense to them, but a loving parent says it to them to protect them, right? So when God offends us, Is he being a loving parent telling us truth to protect us? Hmm? You bet he is. And why don't we listen to it? Because we're foolish and we have fallen minds. And he says, I want you to be a giver. I want you to be generous. I want you to be a forgiver. I want you to love your enemies. Husbands, I want you to love that wife I gave you the way I love the church. I want you to lay your life down for her. Women, I want you to honor that man you have there. He represents me in your home. All the truth of the Bible that offends us comes from a loving God. And we can either be children, immature, down here rejecting the word of God and trying to live based on our fallenness, or we can get to the point where the word of God doesn't offend us any longer because we say, God, we want you to teach us. We admit that we need help. But the word of God offends our natural minds. It's always offensive to our natural minds. That's the first challenge of change. We have to get over the offensiveness of the word of God. Number two, the word of God requires us to act in faith contrary to our feelings. In the, it does. The word of God comes and says, act above your feelings. Well, well what are my feelings? Fear. Second uh, Corinthians 9, going back to the issue of giving. Second Corinthians 9 says, let each, let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of compulsion. Listen to me. I know you want to give. Everyone wants to give. Why don't we give? Fear. Fear ruled our home. Fear ruled our home. Why did I treat Karen the way I treated her? Well, deception, but fear. Fear if I did what the Bible said that, you know, It wouldn't work and it would make things worse. It was true of giving, it was true of the way I treated Karen. We both lived in fear. And the word of God comes to us and it says, by faith, act like God loves you, by faith. I know you may not feel like God loves you, but by faith, act as though you have a Father in heaven who cares about all your needs. Pray and believe in faith. By faith, forgive, believing it's the right thing to do and God will bless you for it. By faith, treat your spouse the way the word tells you to treat your spouse and believe God that it's gonna work in your marriage and help your marriage. By faith. So the word of God, the challenge of the word of God is it doesn't cater to our feelings, it acts contradictory to our feelings. But when we honor it, it comes true and our fear becomes faith. It heals us. Number three, the word of God contradicts our deeply held beliefs we believe are true. The, the Pharisees believed that they were better than everybody else. That's what they believed. The, the Jews who believed in Jesus believed that they were the pinnacle of freedom on the earth, and if everyone believed like them, they would be the pinnacle of freedom. And by the way, the Pharisees had memorized the first five books of the Bible, the Torah, Pentateuch. They knew it, they could recite it. 
And Jesus said, if you're my disciples, you'll abide in my word. And you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. And, and they're like, did he, just tell, did he just tell me that I need to abide in the word? I am the word, baby. Just tell me a verse, I'll quote it to you. And you're, you're telling me that I need more of the word? Jesus said, exactly. You're mean-spirited and you kill people. You need more love. And you may know the Bible, but if you don't know about love, you don't know truth. Amen. See, we have deeply held beliefs that may be wrong. We may, that we, we, and the word of God comes to us and the word of God is respecter of no person. It's just gonna tell us the truth. It's gonna tell us the truth about God, other people, ourselves. And it's going to, in many cases, contradict deeply held beliefs that we have. Let, let me say this, so I'm a preacher and I'm a student of the Bible and, and someone said, well, Pastor Jimmy, is all of your theology correct? Maybe, I hope. But I don't believe that I am the pinnacle of truth on the earth. I believe that this is. And if God wants to correct me, I make it real easy for him. If there's anything, Lord, in my life that I'm deceived about, I want you to reveal it to me. Holy Spirit, you're the spirit of truth. And if there's something I believe about myself, you, others, I want you to come and I want you to, to heal me. This is, let me talk about being set free and I'm gonna pray for you. The number one condition of being set free is a teachable spirit. Jesus said, if you're my disciples indeed, you will know the truth, you'll abide in the word and the truth, you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. The word disciple is the Greek word methetes, it means learner, a learner. A teachable spirit is simply a spirit that comes to God and says, I want you to teach me, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a clean sheet of paper. Related to everything I believe, I want every thought in my mind to conform to this. The worst marriage in the world is two deceived people trying to impose their deception on each other. And I just described most marriages. The most beautiful marriage in the world is two people who have been conformed to the word of God, completely unified under the word of God because they're both thinking in union with God. That's our marriage. We're not perfect. But when you take our marriage today uh, versus our marriage 30, 43 years ago, Karen and I have been transformed by the word of God because we sit at the feet of God asking him to teach us both individually together. Jesus was saying to the Pharisees, if you're really my disciples, it will be proved by your teachable spirit. If you're really a learner, you're gonna abide in my word. Here's another thing that is a condition of being set free, is a commitment to the word of God is the standard of truth in our lives. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not a source of truth, this is the standard of truth on the earth. This is the book that all other books are measured by. I don't care if a man says it, I don't care if a movie says it, I don't care if a so-called expert says it, if it disagrees with this, I'm choosing this over every other source of truth. This is the source of truth. I'm so thankful that we based our parenting on an eternal standard of truth, and I'm thankful that our grandchildren are being raised the same way. But if we would have chosen a worldly source of information, that source would have changed 15 times and we would have wasted our parenting on an unreliable source of information. 
This is the standard of truth. The third is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is the Word of God. John 1, 12, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was with God, He was in the beginning with God. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. This is alive. It is a part of the Spirit of Christ who dwells within us. Hey, this is Brent Evans with Exo Marriage, and I want to thank you for listening to the Marriage Today podcast. We believe your marriage has a 100% chance of success if you do it God's way. If you enjoyed today's teaching and want to keep learning, hey, subscribe to the Marriage Today podcast and take some time to leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word and can encourage someone else in need. For more great marriage content, check out exomarriage.com where you can see all of our marriage building resources, articles, and live events.